Hello Cryptonauts and welcome back to another episode of Crypto Chill and Chat. Of course, we are still having technical difficulties with our recording software, but we were able to capture some of the conversation and we're going to stay true to our word by not doing any edits. So with that said, enjoy probably uh, one of the best audio recordings we have ever done so far. But sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some, and this is one of those ones that, uh, eh, it is what it is. We're going to make it better next time. Enjoy the episode. Actually, this is all you, Mike. So I don't know if you just want to just just uh, chat with people. Here we go. Yeah, man. Did you hear about that stuff with Zillow? No, I didn't actually. What, so uh, you said Zillow. Yeah, Zillow, the the housing app. Oh, so yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, they started a division to start buying houses, especially in the Phoenix area. And they overbought. They bought way over asking price. The buys were based off an AI algorithm they made. And they just shut it down like within the past couple days because they were at a $360 million loss and counting. Wow. Dude, yeah. Right? So who came up on it? What do you mean? Well, somebody had to make money off of that, right? No, no, no. No one made money. Zillow took... Zillow, the company, the publicly traded company, took money and decided to buy houses way over asking price. So I guess right. the people who made money were the people who sold their houses, okay. but now they've got houses that are too expensive that no one can buy. Mm. And their stock the, is the just seller, tanking the hard. One, the seller's the one that walked off with the money, right? Yeah, I guess, but you know, they only walked off with like at most 80 grand more than they would have for selling their house. And that's at most, which seems like a lot, but you know, you're buying a $500,000 house. Yeah. And the market is just crashing in the Phoenix area right now. Damn. And that's where, uh, that's where you're prospecting at, right? Yeah, yeah, looking to. Like that's, the whole past you know month, that. it was just brutal. What? That's how you know about that. Uh, no, I, I know about it because I subscribed to Zero Edge. Ah. But, yeah, no, it was nice to look online today and see all the housing starting to come back down. Cool, cool. We have a few people here that are now officially in the Crypto Show and Chat. If they... Would like to talk, keep in mind, you are officially on the podcast. All right. Uh, Mike, it looks like you got disconnected there. No worries. We'll get started. Yesterday, we had uh, a nice little meetup. We were testing this uh, Twitter Twitter spaces out for a while. Uh, and I, th- I thought it went very well. So I decided that we move uh, Crypto Chill and Chat over here. And see if we can get the community more involved. Because like I said, time and time again, it's about the community, man. we got to involve the community. Um, and so that's what I'm doing here. I figure that there's a lot of activity here with the, with the crypto community. And, and to bring more exposure 
to the masses in regards to crypto, I think this is another way just to plug in and just bring that information to the people. Yeah, man. So, since everyone's quiet right now, which is fine, I'm sure once they get warmed up, uh, they'll start chatting here in a bit and we'll start getting more people. How did you get started in crypto? I guess that's how we're going we're gonna to start this episode here. Me? Yeah. Oh, dude, Ravencoin for sure. And that's where, uh, that was the first thing you got into was Ravencoin. Yeah, I read the white paper. It was like, yes. And then I uh, started mining it and buying it. And then you moved over to Shiba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I got some Hawk, too, H-O-K-K. Have you seen what's happening with that? No, no. Oh, dude, it is a disaster going on right now. So they're they're migrating a new contract right now, and the fee for it is, like, upwards of a million and a half dollars in gas fees. What? what yeah, because... What can are they using? What's that? What chain are they using? Ethereum. Oh, man. That's insane. Yeah. So they're trying to either migrate off of Ethereum or onto a new Ethereum contract. I'm not sure on that. But it's down like 96% right now. Did you hear about uh, Squid Game tokens? Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. awesome. That was great. I saw the uh, coin market cap disclaimer, too. Being like, it's not affiliated. They've yeah. shut down. It's <laughs> apparently Binance is investigating into it right now. I mean, what's there to investigate? It's a rug pull. Like, well, we got to investigate. Okay. Hey, is that the Mona Lisa NFT that went on sale at that auction? Uh, the, the pixelated one? Yeah. I don't know. Ask him. Is that, dude? Quoting. 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 Maybe he's not in the mood to talk right now. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's all right. No worries. He probably bought that one. Or made it. Who knows? Right. We'll find out soon enough. Once the community gets warmed up to uh, what we're doing here. Buy your book. Hashtag buy my book. That's right. 100%. I'm surprised, dude, that a freaking uh, a troll, because that whole, that whole momentum of hashtag buy my book was just me trolling. And surprisingly, it surprised me that I actually sold more copies of my book by trolling people. How does then, that surprise you? We, we had that exact same uh, conversation when Scamcoin came out. And you're like, I don't understand. I'm like, dude, the lulls. Yeah, Trolling it, in the lulls really uh, some good marketing. It surprises me. It does. But I forgot who said it. One of these guys said it uh, a couple of days ago. Hey, you got you to gotta just tell people what they, they don't know. what they, The customer doesn't know what they want. You just got to give them and tell them that they need this. And so hashtag buy my book is kind of just a demand and people buy it. 
it, it, it really blows my mind, you know? Um, How much is it going for? Uh, $1, bro. $1. So there's no fixed Raven price? Uh, yeah, 11 Raven. 11 Raven? Hell yeah. yeah. That's like $1,100 in the future. Yeah, nice. Yeah. For sure. All right, Cool Thing wants to talk. Keep in mind, Cool Thing, you are on the podcast live. Thank you for joining us. All right. Can you run the disclaimer back one more time? Sorry, I was, uh, my headphones were connecting in. Nope, just saying that you're officially on the podcast, on the Crypto Chilling Chat podcast. Oh, glad to be here. Uh, finally, yeah. Well, last night kind of. Kind of ran a little bit late. I was I was down, and then it just things got hectic. Things at home just can be that way. So I apologize about last night. No, I'm gonna have to apologize to you because I held you up in uh, in Discord on the stage for like the longest time because uh, Jake and I were trying to figure out how to fix the the audio recording, and it I took mean, way longer than expected. I think we're <laughs> I think it took us like an hour and a half to figure it out. No big issue. And I'm still having issues. You guys have heard of the Raven Quinn Light thing going on, right? No, what's that? So, I mean, I'm I'm not knowledgeable on Raven Quinn Light. If I'm being honest, uh, there's people like uh, like Scott who are probably a little bit more knowledgeable on the subject. But essentially, from what I understand, and Raven Quinn Assets was uh, was posting about it. So, if anyone wants any details, uh, essentially, these guys, one of the guys went rogue who was one of the developers and deleted literally everything. Um, apparently the code was still working. So everything like as far as like wallet balances and stuff were still intact, at least up to now. Um, but literally everything else from the, I mean, the GitHub, the discord, literally all of it was gone, but I, I guess they're getting a discord back up and rolling. Wait, the GitHub is gone. All of it was. I guess they're they're getting it all back up little by little, but yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It shows it's all. Huh. Yeah, there was some drama with it all. It was it was actually kind of. I don't want to say entertaining, but you know how it is inside of the, the community. People people went in and gave their stabs pretty quick. Hmm. So uh, Ravencoin Lite is just a fork of that because of the what happened, or yeah, to my understanding, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Um, I, I I have not done a, too much of a deep dive in any way, shape, or form about it, so I shouldn't really say a whole lot as far as like the validity of it because I don't know. But uh, I, I thought it was it was interesting that one person ran off and it it really messed up messed up the show okay so i can actually speak on that a little bit because i'm actually going to have a guest speaker from the raven coin light on the podcast um and that's a that's a done deal i won't say who it is yet uh, but it's a done deal and i did actually reach out to find out what happened to the project because you guys were talking about that that everything was shut down so i'm going to leave this names out and just tell you uh what this message says it says hi john it is a lot happening, and 
blank have done what was needed for the Raven Light community. Try to destroy RBL and himself by deleting common channels such as Discord, Twitter, Reddit, and GitHub. While the thing is that major developers like blank and blank have full access to code and that has been developed, blank needed to be neutralized. Equated with the RBL community, now it has finally happened by himself, without me being completely sure of all the circumstances. I was banned because I challenged blank and was critical of various things like banning, inclusion, and dictating leader style. What is shame about this leader style has so far created various enemies like blank who helped create the Genesis block. People who lose confidence in the project and people who want to prevent Ravencoin Light from succeeding. We can now do something about this by showing what the Ravencoin Light community is really good at. Standing together, being an inclusive project, and building renewed trust in the RVL community. Blank now owns the Discord server for Ravencoin Light, although it needs to be rebuilt. Himself and others uh, have now been uh, able to return to the RVL community and others who want to be included in the project. Personally, I have to orient myself since there has been such big change and, uh, and the way I see it. For the better, even though Blank is a gigantic resource in its strong areas such as promotion, recruitment, and communication platforms like Discord, it has always been sad to lose someone in the RVL community. Hope we can get to see Blank at a later date and hope the community will be able to welcome him again should the time be right. And I greatly thank this guy for the transparency and just that response alone, because that's a lot of detailed information right there. I mean, that, that was, that was mm -hmm. not there. So it was great just to have that, right? Now we know what's going on. And when's that podcast? Uh, it's, uh, it's, <clears throat> you can check on, um, on the schedule, on our private schedule. Okay. So yeah, Raven. John Light's keeping it a secret. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you got yourself a good interview, though. It sounds like for that. Uh, I I told him that you know I would deal. I would appreciate it if he actually does bring that to the table as well because I do want to talk about that because that's the reality of a lot of projects that come and go. Uh, Sometimes there's very good projects and just it takes only one person to destroy the whole thing. And th that doesn't mean that the project's bad. It just means that there's a bad apple in the project that destroyed it. All right. There are rug pulls, but there are also bad apples that can destroy a project, such as this, as an example. Right. They want to succeed. It seems like they have a good community backing them up from what I'm, what I'm seeing in their new Discord channel. There's still a lot of people there that, that, that are helping support uh, the network, which is, which is great. You know, keep their own. Um, and that's what I, I keep telling you guys over and over again, man. It's about the community. It seems like what they established was a good relationship with the community, uh, aside from the bad apple that was there. Um, and hopefully that will be transparent on the podcast. So I keep it a secret just because I want you guys to hear it when it comes out. So you guys get all the scoop from from uh, a, a true Raven uh, Raven Coin Lake uh, member. I'm excited for that. Yeah, the drama, the drama, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's drama. always the biggest seller. Look at the news, man. <laughs> the <laughs> best things that sell is, is that pretty much all of the drama. So is Ravencoin Light just Ravencoin, but with ASICs? To my knowledge, to, you guys to my knowledge uh, yeah. 
Huh. Do you know if it still uses the old algorithm, the X16R? Yes. To my to my knowledge, as of right now, it's still working on that algorithm. They are planning on on upgrading that and creating their own their own algorithm. But uh, we'll see when that happens. As of right now, from what I read, it is uh, X16R. So that's a GPU, actually, a GPU algorithm. I believe there are ASICs for that, right? There okay. are. Yeah, so there you go. You know something else that I think would be kind of some fun to talk about? I'm not going to put any names because it's not worth it. Um, but I think it's worth talking about just for new creators inside of the space. Uh, something that I think... I think a lot of people should really keep in mind when creating um, and how they're doing it is, is IP, intellectual property corner of things. Um, it, it seems like that there's a little bit of, of misconception of what intellectual property is, but I think something that every collector should pull from it and kind of just some discussion that happened today is it's plain and simple. Don't, don't rip off of other people's stuff, man. Creators work really hard making all of their projects and doing what they do. And that includes maybe creators that you don't like that do video games that you don't agree with the way that they do business. Uh, but that's irrelevant when it comes to their intellectual property. Um, and it just seems like that there's misconception in that. And it's very simple. These companies don't play very nice when it comes to you stealing their ideas and claiming them as yours or your property. Ain't that the truth? What uh, one stand out for you in the <laughs> NFT space? Dude, I saw one yesterday. It was literally Star Fox. No like, way. I swear to God. Like, they literally copy and pasted <laughs> it out of, like, the video game. Like, pixelated graphics and all. <laughs> oh my god and I'm like dude I know that some of these video game studios they don't they don't play that they don't play that yeah, game especially Nintendo it's, that's the biggest one yeah. <laughs> that's, the biggest, that's like taking Mickey Mouse and slapping it up and trying to sell it dude Yeah. you got two weeks to try to run to I don't even know where <laughs> I don't know where Disney is and if I'm being honest <laughs> You know what I do want to mention on the podcast, especially, um, is that uh, over the weekend, obviously we know because a lot of us were there in Braveland, but for the listeners and viewers all around the world, and I believe the podcast is actually close to uh, tapping into 100 countries right now, which is amazing, which is amazing, man. We are so thankful once again to the crypto community around the world. Thank you for listening to the podcast. So this past weekend on, uh, was it? Friday, right? It was Friday. Braveland. Friday um, afternoon, we had a Braveland meetup where uh, Tron Black, uh, we had uh, Mango Farms there, and we had um, who else was it? Who else was there? It was just those two, right? That was talking about Ravencoin, right? Was was that a third? Uh, Doug was yeah, there. Well, yeah, Mango Farms, yeah. From Mango Farms, yeah. Yeah. So it was them two. Um, talking about Ravencoin and the upcoming uh, developments going on in Ravencoin. Um, that was really cool. That was really cool just to have a fresh, a, a fresh update of what's going on. And then afterwards, we had an awesome, awesome option at the end. 
And of course, yours truly did win the bid on the last, last auction. I bought a rock. <laughs> I won an, a rock, a Ravencoin rock for uh, 5,000 Ravencoin. Yeah, that was... Uh, it comes with a physical rock, right? It, it's just, it's just a, uh, an NFT. There's no physical rock to go with <laughs> yeah, it? There is a physical rock, yeah. It's actually, okay. it's actually already being delivered. Yeah, I do have that rock. Nice. Yeah. And I'm going to do a lot of things with that rock. I tell you what, man, it's going to be pretty cool. You guys are going to see it, man. Raven Rock is going to have its own its own identity. You'll see. <laughs> cool thing. Thanks for coming. We're still waiting for the uh, the Twitter profile for the rock. Shoot. Well, I need to get I the rock first. It, Hold on. Hold on a second. Let me get the rock. <laughs> <laughs> that 666 piece that was auctioned off was pretty unique, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm actually a big fan of, of his art and, uh, he sold one of those skulls. I don't know if anyone's checked out his website, but he has his own, his own website where he talks about his projects and things that he's going on. And, uh, that, that skull was pretty sweet, but there is some amazing ones that he has made and he's literally, he's, he, he's not selling them. He's gifting them out to members of the community that he feels that are our members that deserve them, which is, which is so cool. That's pretty cool. You know, one of the things that was brought up at that, uh, at that Braveland meetup, by the way, for the listeners out there and viewers out there, Braveland is a metaverse land for people that are part of the Ravencoin community. I believe you can go to what? Braveland.io? Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys know what the site is? I think you're okay. right. Braveland.io. Um, or I'm pretty sure you can just go to the Ravencoin website and just uh, clearly have a link there. Anyways, um, yeah. What was my point? I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear you. I just hear you taking a, a, a Dijon smokers break in the back of my neck. I, <laughs> I am sorry. That's cool. That's cool. Actually, that's the first time I ever heard anybody apologize for that. That's the first time I've ever apologized for that. <laughs> cool thing. So Mike was asking about your, uh, your your NFT, your Mona Lisa. What's the what's the background story behind that? Oh man, we actually we have the creator right here inside of the uh, inside of the. Or, or I, I guess the Twitter space. If you wanna wanna chime him in, he can give a little bit more of the backstory. But it looks uh, like Crypto Mona. It looks like JC is already requesting to speak. All right, JC, <laughs> you are officially on the podcast on the on the uh, Crypto Chilling Chat podcast. Welcome, welcome. Say hello to hey. everyone around the world. Hey guys. Uh, hey John, I wanted to say that if you bought a rock for five thousand Raven, I've got a gold nugget. That I want to tokenize that I'd like to sell to you for five thousand Raven. Uh, for a little bit more. <laughs> five thousand and one. Uh, <laughs> going once. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, seriously. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, a while ago, my first NFT was a gold rock. Uh, I sold uh, twenty-five of them, and then I created a gold nugget resembling a real uh, 
a real authentic gold nugget that happens to have a bit of a shape of a raven like the logo of raven coin mm -hmm. and then subsequently i bought that gold nugget with the intent of tokenizing it and selling it uh again you know just to promote raven coin the problem the reason why i haven't done that is because the darn gold nugget nfts that i created didn't really sell very well and it's kind of hard to to promote the live the, the real gold nugget when the nfts didn't sell uh so i just decided to wait a little bit longer uh until you know people start recognizing what what this is all about uh, but hopefully i'll uh, i'll sell that tokenized nugget uh at some point in the future it seems like I think if I would have to pitch you a platform to do that on would probably probably be um, Raven NFT, RVN NFT. It seems like they're successful, uh, or they they have they have more of a vision of doing more um, real real life commodities. And maybe also Mango Farms, or what is it called? The but Mango they don't farm. have an auction though. Yeah, the asset marketplace. Yeah. Oh, asset marketplace. Got... Yeah. I think they have an auction. Yeah, they've got one going on right now. Oh, cool. I gotta look it up then. That's for the shoes, right? Yeah, the Mike Bibby shoes. We uh, we ended up getting a retweet out of the Sacramento Bee sports editor for the for the shoes, actually. No way. That's awesome. Yeah, I combed down like a ton of different resources of people that are in like local to the area. Um, and I was like, dude, there's got to be somebody who would appreciate this from from the Kings, right? Like, he was a Kings player. The NBA is all about, like, new trending things. Put it in the hands of some of these people. Um, and, yeah, he, he liked it. Um, I asked him if he would write a newspaper article about it, and he said no. He said he was super busy and had a couple other, uh, I guess, super important things to be to writing about in the paper. But uh, he he retweeted it and he he liked it. <laughs> nice. nice. And just to update everyone. Still no word on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, we, we've tried. Yeah. What, so <laughs> so going back to uh, JC, you want to talk about your Mona Lisa officially on the podcast and how you came up with that? It was a good story, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, some of the guys here already know it. Um, but, yeah, I love to. Uh, you know, I was playing with uh, just on my own, uh, trying to utilize the or pixel, do pixel art on the Mona Lisa. And I created one image and, and actually on PowerPoint. Um, and then once you have one, it was easy to create like five more. And then I asked a couple of guys uh one of them is uh quoting raven i don't really know your name <laughs> but uh yeah one of them was him and a few others and uh so, you know slowly they started saying well you know maybe you need to do like a rarity a series that shows rarity uh not just one or two and to me that was that was big because i i wasn't thinking like that and then somebody suggested uh, a couple other artists I could talk to uh, to figure out how they do that and do a, a 
regenerative uh, series, and 666 was one of them. Uh, he pointed me out to a software that uh, you can layer uh, multiple images to create an NFT and, and create multiple NFTs. And because I already had the foundation done, uh, you know, converting it to what he suggested was pretty cool, which did not require me to do programming. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about that that process. It's uh, it's pretty neat. Uh, I think it's really easy to use. But you know, the big thing is, it was through conversations with various people in the community that this project became what it is. Because if it had been just me by myself. It would have been one or two NFTs, and that would have been it. And uh, and I think what what came out of it is is much better for the community for Ravencoin, and and that's really my ultimate goal. Yeah, it's no doubt, man. The Mona Lisa franchise is a thing now, especially on Ravencoin. Everybody knows about the Mona Lisas. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, and uh, certainly there's been discussions about another uh, series coming up, which I've already had some concepts. Uh, probably go a little bolder, you know. Uh, in fact, uh, I was thinking about a bold Mona Lisa, um, but the other ones were. Um, I've got some other ideas uh, that I think uh, I can also highlight the power of Ravencoin, and that is to maybe do some drop-offs uh, because we have Asset Explorer and because we have common names under under the asset name Cryptomona, it's easy to for me to figure out what those addresses are and uh, send drop-offs. And I've been thinking about sending playing cards with a Mona Lisa concept. And so, for example, a Cryptomona holder that has one NFT would get one card. One that has four NFTs would get four cards. And then, uh, and then we could do a bit of a game, you know, where I show three cards, and people can can make a best hand, right? Uh, like Texas Hold'em, um, and then you know they earn something. The problem or the concern I have with that is that Twitter may not like it, <laughs> and they may ban me. But you Why? know where I'm going with it. The idea is to to utilize the power of of Ravencoin and the asset naming to uh to do something cool hmm. what about what about dj and lisa's yo <laughs> so so uh well as you can see we have smoking lisa's right so what what's a dj and lisa in your mind you're you're smoking uh, Mona Lisa. Yeah, mine. Mine is the blue one there, the bluish. That's yeah, a cigarette yeah. In mouth. Yeah. We need more of those. What do you, <laughs> think, what do you think about this idea, man? Um, do you remember the the the, uh, the guy's name that helped you set up uh, the 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 algorithm code to to shoot out those uh, hundred Mona Lisas? Yeah, yeah, RVNC. R RVN RVN what? C like uh like uh like the market. Oh yeah, RVN yeah, RVNC like the S S E A yeah, RVNC. 
uh, from the Philippines, you know. And I was joking yesterday with him that uh, he should create a a balut NFT since he's from the Philippines, right? Messing around with him. You guys don't know what balut is. It's it's a uh, <clears throat> you can say it's a delicacy in the Philippines. It's a uh, a fermented uh, duck egg. Uh, <laughs> a, a, yeah. few weeks, a few weeks prior to it uh, hatching, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a delicacy apparently. But it's it's literally sounds like a, it's a rotten egg. It's a nasty man. But the thing is, everybody in the Philippines knows what balut is. It's a cultural thing, right? He's there. I was thinking of the idea because he's still trying to work on getting his platform out, right? What's a better way to be part of that and help him grow his platform? Well, I was thinking, literally today, what do you guys think about the idea of creating a, uh, a Balut NFT that we can then sell on his platform uh, via auction? And the funds that we get from that, a portion of that will be returned to the Filipino community. In the Philippines, as like a nonprofit that. organization, you know, fundraiser, just just to, for donation purposes. You know me, man. I wanna I wanna get the community moving. And to be honest, I love the the Raven Sea platform. It it looks really good. It's just yeah, just a lack of I guess artists. That's really it, though. I mean, I really am a big fan. Mike, you need to get your stuff on there, man. Mike has a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, Mike. Did. I didn't even know it existed till right now. Is it .io <laughs> or .com? Yeah. .io. .io. What? RVN. S E A dot I O. Oh, yeah, there now. Definitely throw some stuff on there. Hey, that guy, uh, It'd be really cool if there was like a, a bunch of different rotten egg NFTs. Well, and that's what I was at a certain about. date, they hatch into like rotten ducks. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. You know? That would be awesome. You, know, you laugh. Those that is a cool concept. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Do you follow I, that yeah. guy, Daniel? That What's guy, that? Do you follow that guy, Daniel? No, who's that? Dude, he makes some great stuff. So he made the Ravens. I actually sent one or two out so far already uh, to people inside of the inside of the podcast. I did a little comment underneath uh, when we retweeted John's podcast, and I, I said anybody who wants to you know shoot a screenshot of you inside of the podcast and we'll give away a couple things so uh nice. shameless plug us some giveaways but uh i'll send you one if you want to send me over your uh your asset aware address i'll i'll send you yeah man it's uh asset mike asset mike yeah whatever that is in the explorer i don't know it offhand but if you type in mike i think it ends in 7a or a7 Oh man, I don't know if I can go doing all that work. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll send it to you right now. <laughs> um, but on a real note, like that guy Daniel, um, he's with the team NL. I don't know exactly who they are, but I'm pretty sure they're from like Sweden or Norway. Um, 
but they're a team of guys making some really interesting 3D sculpting art for Ravens. Um, and it's like the Raven Coin logo. Well, he kind of was joking with Ravensmith this morning about uh, eggs and because he made the egg NFTs and they're like different colors, like mood egg kind of thing. And he was joking with Ravensmith. He goes, bro, I bet you we could do a cool egg project where they would hatch. And it kind of stemmed from Raven Rick Grimes saying a couple things too. And, uh, and Daniel went and made an egg inside of one of his engines and like did it to where it has like uh, like physics and you like, you swing it to the left with the mouse and it swings left and then swings right. It's uh it's, it's pretty wild how that guy's art is going. And I think he's going to do something like that. Not to, not to go saying what other people are going to do for their own projects, but you know, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, interesting yeah. enough that you said um, uh, Team NL because I actually had a book uh, a book order from from them. I was like, wh- "Who's? I wonder who this is. I don't know who." They- now that you mentioned it, I gotta look and try to find out who they are. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you to have anybody on your podcast, but uh, he's his group or somebody who represents them is. I, I, okay, so they're in the Netherlands. That's where they're at. Um, yeah. I, I mean, as far as a team that's doing some great creation for Ravencoin, it seems like they're doing some cool stuff together. I love the collaborative teamwork uh, when teams kind of do that, and I really think that they're on to something. Cool. Hey, man, no. Remember that, Mike. Yeah. I think I got one of those eggs a long time ago. Sure. I just sent you over his uh, his uh, his Twitter. Michael, oh, cool! Uh, Thanks, DM. dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Breaking news: Ravencoin confirmed it is fully prepared to welcome, accept, and integrate the massive caravans of Ethereum miners, creators, and hodlers seeking refuge status as a result of what is unlivable and unsustainable conditions in the Ethereum blockchain treated by Johnny Raven. I love that guy. He's so, he's such a good dude. He's got that, uh, the project for the, the karate, uh, themed NFTs. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's doing some cool stuff with that. It's really unfortunate because he's had some stuff happen with uh, with his house and had some things kind of go on. And so his whole project has been put uh, on hold with that. And he you can like see the frustration when he talks about it because of the way that the marketplaces are starting to catch on and just the way that the NFTs are starting to move in Ravencoin. He's like he's super frustrated, but I really love that guy. He's done some great work. He's, uh, he's supposed to be building a landing page because he also builds uh, websites and stuff. He's going to be building a landing page for Ravencoin that will kind of be the source uh, for the whole, I guess, conception of the, the Raven Day. I don't know if anybody is aware of that or has caught my push for Raven Day, but basically the day of having on January, pretty much everybody in the Ravencoin community does something to resource people to onboard into Ravencoin. Right. 
be a sticker that leads to the landing page. That's what I'm. Oh well, no, just Raven Day. Um, I thought of this one before the Raven Challenge. Way well, we'll call, I'd say two weeks before the meetup. Um, and I've I've been working with a sign uh, guy who makes like signs and stuff, trying to get stickers made. But it's been a little bit of a of a process trying to figure out like if we landed on a marketplace where people buy it with Raven, which would ultimately be the only way to distribute <clears throat> something like that. Um, it, the, it would have to be converted from Raven to dollars more than likely to do the purchase, which has just been a little bit of a, it's, it's just the, as I'm sure anybody knows doing anything with logistics at all or supply these days, it, it's a mess. <laughs> John, let's, uh, let's do a sticker giveaway. Well, we, I'm down to throw in well, we need stickers on that. Do a first. bunch of, we need to first find somebody yeah. to create the artwork, which I would, I would definitely want to reach out to the community and ask them if they have an artist in mind and have them uh, sketch something out for us and then we'll have it uh, submitted, you know, and then create the stickers. Well, the QR code let's board. send them out. Let's send them out and then we'll do a contest on best sticker placement and submissions will be, uh, we'll do some kind of vote for it and make it on the, the vote results on the happening. Can we use your, uh, your votes platform? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, we can. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, heck yeah, we can. If you guys don't know, Mike does have. Actually, you want to explain what votes is? Yeah, it's just a, a really easy way to use Ravencoin to vote for something. Essentially, you get an asset that's either yes or no, and then you deposit it to a certain address, and then that address is snap. Uh, there's snapshot at a certain amount of time, and it says you know how many of each assets are there. And then that uh, it mints as a unique asset. So not only are you using Raven assets to figure out who wants what, you're also uh, putting the data on the blockchain as far as like a timestamp goes of the results. Now, is this just sitting in escrow, or does or are you are you pocketing the the Raven coin that's being placed in that wallet? No, no, there's no there's no Raven coin placed in it. I I just mint the asset. So it cost me like a hundred Raven coin to mint like up to twenty one billion yeses, and then another hundred Raven coin for up to twenty one billion noes, and then anyone expresses interest in having them, I just send them out. I send them a yes or no. Oh, okay. And then they send cool. it. You know, to, they, then they send the yes or no to an address that I say I'm going to keep track of. That's awesome. So I, I yeah I don't I don't get paid for it at all. Okay, that's pretty cool. If I may. Yeah. That is that is the most important like version or application for Ravencoin in my mind. And I mean, I, I don't want to hop on my political soapbox of things, but I, I, that is, that's it. Like mm -hmm. blockchain style voting is literally the solution for, that gets around all of the crap that everybody has to hear about, about every single election in every single country in the world. What better way to do it? Yeah. We officially have Crypto Life Crisis on the podcast. Hello, Crypto Life Crisis. Welcome to the Crypto Chill and Chat podcast. Say hello to the world. What up? Thanks for having me here. Thanks for having the space. Awesome. What you got? What do you want to bring to the table? Um, good question. I don't know. I was just inviting some people to the spaces. Uh, talking about i want to talk about nfts 
And of course you do. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I so think so we we're, were killing it on the NFTs. So we were talking about a concept earlier about uh, eggs. Eggs? NFT eggs that hatch within the NFT. So you have an egg and it hatches a bird. Synth made one of those, didn't he? Who? Synth? I don't know. Someone what? made some eggs. I don't know how they work, yeah. though. I think it was Synth. Yeah, yeah. Synth was doing something like that. And they hatch like uh, a time later, you know, like two weeks later or something like that. Mm, okay. That's really cool. I gotta reach out to him then. I think if if that guy Richard would do one with those baby ravens that he's recently made, I love those baby ravens. Like it, those things are so sweet. My wife loves those baby ravens. She even was like, "Oh my god, it's so cute! How do we get one?" <laughs> <laughs> but I think the idea of hatching one of those would be really that would have put like a an extra touch on that project that would have really taken it over the top because it's already doing super well. But uh, that really would have done it. I wonder what kind of volumes the Ravencoin NFT market is achieving. I guess we don't know the any numbers publicly. Yeah, we don't have we don't have a um... we do. Thirty something, call it thirty six thousand uh, new assets uh, created since uh, Ravencoin got uh, going, and that is growing rapidly. I mean, only a couple of months ago it was thirty, thirty three thousand or less, less than less than two months ago. Nice. Yeah, it seems like there's really been a ramp recently. Um, I think the, the social media outreach that everybody is doing and I had like a, a little a little heart heartfelt message out inside of one of the one of the group chats. I, I was like, you guys, we we really like everybody should take credit of the community that's been on the social media platform recently because you can like feel the difference from people. They're like all of a sudden like, Oh, you know what? Yeah, I have been looking into Ravencoin. When the message last month was, I've never heard of Ravencoin. What is Ravencoin? So it's been really wild to kind of see like the social media marketing approach really, I mean, really boost this thing into the stratosphere of the past, I'd say month and a half. You could really see a difference in assets being created and uh, just, I mean, marketplaces, everything just popping up. So it's a good time. It's a good time to be in for sure. Oh, most definitely, yeah. So let's talk NFTs then. Crypto Life Crisis, you wanted to talk about NFTs? What do you got What do you got in the books? I don't know. I'm just stoked about all the new ones on Ravencoin and want to get hashtag more. Hashtag buy my book. Uh, buy my book. Buy John's book, everyone listening. You have to buy the book. It's a, it's a good NFT. <laughs> Exclusively on just NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. So more books, more book NFTs. Like, I don't know, just like helping people turn whatever they're working on into NFTs is like where I like to start with people at. 
tokenize anything, bro. I want to see more physical products. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at too. Uh, unfortunately, it's it's actually going a little bit slower than than I'd like it to be. But uh, yeah, I mean, once we get going with, you know, uh, baseball cards and shoes and you know just little things like that that some of those things sell at ebay or uh or me you, know, you can buy some of those things at uh goodwill <laughs> mm-hmm. tokenize them and sell them right i i think there's a huge market for that but we haven't gotten into that yet okay we got dj smokers club that- in the house welcome to the stage dj smokers you- what up dude Hey man, what's going on, hubbies? We were just talking about doing a sticker contest uh, for the, the halvening of Ravencoin. Oh, yeah. I got cut off there. Agent Smokers, did I properly introduce you before I got cut off? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Okay, cool. You guys are gonna do. You're talking about doing a sticker contest, like just slapping stickers up in uh, what kind of way? Just like like a QR code or something you could scan. No, we're gonna um, figure out what the art's gonna be. Maybe a QR code on it too, um, but something maybe the Ravencoin logo or something, and then try to get out as many as possible before the happening, and then on the happening vote, um, vote for which one's the best. And then do some kind of prize. Oh hell yeah, that'd be sick, dude. About to say, we slap them up. Yeah, we slap them up all around, all around fucking towns and shit. We got slap them up all over Cleveland. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I think that kind of grassroots movement is what really will just. I mean, it gets the public eye in a in a drastic way if a bunch of people participate, right? Like if it's in twelve different cities over the course of one night. People are going to be like, wait a second, what's going on? What are these guys doing over there? What's up, by the way? Clothing? I didn't even see you in here. My bad, bro. What up, homie? Howdy, partner. (laughs) What if there was like a QR code on the sticker that took you to a faucet that like let you get a free NFT or some shit? Bro, let's just QR code it to just NFTs, dog. I like that. Let's let's do it. A QR code that takes you to just NFTs in John's book, dude. <laughs> just <Yeah>. John's book. Bro. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, not a bad idea though. You know, just like a QR code that takes you to like. Because I feel like getting a Ravencoin wallet isn't is important for new people. And so if you can get someone to get a wallet and then give them a free asset, pretty much show them how easy it is to use Ravencoin tokens. Yeah. There's like paper wallets even. So here's... uh, Have you guys heard anything about the mobile? Here's the thing. We got uh, about 10 minutes left unless, uh, unless you guys want to continue on. Mike, Jake... You guys want to continue on a little further here? We do have another podcast after this that we need to record. Um, but the Crypto Chillin' Chat, this is for you guys, for the community. Uh, and I want to ask you guys, the community, 
are you guys happy with us doing this here in Twitter, or would you guys prefer Discord? Twitter. I, I was going to say I like it here because it brings a lot of new new eyes, too. Like, me and clothing, when we've done them, we've had a bunch of new people, like, random people hop in just curious or, you know, just got into Raven and they're looking for the community, you know, to, like, to find a community. So I, I think I think Twitter's a good option for real. Cool. I agree. Yeah. Uh, now, the next question is what day? What day is a good day to record the Crypto Chill and Chat podcast? I like Sundays, but I I have no no input towards that really. So we are we technically already have Sundays scheduled for Crypto Chill and Chat every other Sunday. So I'm very happy if we can continue uh, continue to do that. I just I'm just curious with you guys: is it very active here in in Twitter on Sundays, or do people take days off? Uh, I think it's the weekend. I think you'll have a lot of people on Sunday nights. Awesome. That's that. I'm very happy to hear that. Do you, do people take time off from Twitter? No, nah. I can't. I I can't stop. <laughs> it's, it's a problem. Um, yeah, I'm never off Twitter, bro. I was talking actually. I've separately talked with both uh, Crypto Life Crisis and with Dejan a little bit about that. But it's like, dude, talk about a little bit of fatigue after this past month and a half. It's been it's been a lot of pushing, man, and. I'll be honest, it's been it's been really tough. And even today, I've been a little bit more peeled back. I took a nap and dude, I, I'm I don't know. I don't take naps all that often. <laughs> We're doing the good work, bro, and it's hard. But I love it. If you guys have NFTs, man, you guys should help out uh help and support Raven scene. Post you guys' NFTs on there and help them grow his platform. Yeah, I think I'm gonna list one or two on there just just to get it going. And honestly, I really yeah, like how it looks. Like the colors are gorgeous on there. The user interface is very clean. I'm a big fan. There's another one coming down the line too, uh, blockchain John, and I guess for everybody listening on the podcast. Um, there's one called the Ravenist. I can't give a whole ton of details about it, but basically there's a, their, their approach is to not duplicate, but essentially like the style of how OpenSea is done and bidding and asset tracking is supposed to be very alike uh, OpenSea. So we'll see. I'm very excited about that marketplace. I've I've talked to like other uh, people who put up other websites for selling Ravencoin NFTs, and all of them have said, "Yeah, we're not trying to do OpenSea." And just every time, I'm like, "Dude, everyone wants OpenSea. Like they they made the wheel right the first time. There's a lot of value into what they offer. That needs to be so catered. that's pretty cool. That needs to be catered to. Yeah, right. If it doesn't, then we're just gonna. Con- I mean, it's it's just we're gonna continue to see adoption in Ravencoin no matter what. But the more that yeah. we can can welcome in other, because that's really what that's going to bring in is people who are used to using OpenSea. They're going to want to use a platform that's similar to OpenSea. And no shot against Ryan or Just NFTs, because I actually really like their platform, but it's nothing like OpenSea. So I think you're dead on. Like, dude, every and every single marketplace pushes back against that, and it's not a bad thing. I think it's good to be different, but. 
I think there does need to be one that's a little bit more similar to OpenSea because it just welcomes everybody. Yeah, I totally agree. What what would happen to all the current marketplaces if OpenSea ended up offering Ravencoin products? I don't think they will, personally. The people who made OpenSea are like Ethereum fanatics, and they really look down on Bitcoin and Bitcoin forks. Like, not all people love Ethereum, but the ones who do, like the ENS type people, they, you know, they're key officers at OpenSea. Is there any particular reason why? Like, why they don't like Bitcoin and why they don't feel as if that's a. I, I don't know. That, that, that that's an internal question they'd have to ask themselves. Mike, did you get a chance to? Yeah. Mike, did you get a chance to look at uh, the Ice Wallet? Is that the new mobile wallet for? No, babe. No, 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 no. No, keep guessing. I mean, in a way, it is. Well, okay. So define. What's the Ice Wallet? What is it? Yeah. What is it? It's uh so it's Doug's uh, cold storage wallet. Oh no way! Not only that, is that live? It's not yet. It's coming coming soon. It is gonna have uh, Mango Farms built in, so it's gonna allow you the ability to create assets within the wallet. It's gonna have obviously IPFS built in. It's gonna have um, the obviously the ability to sync up the uh, the Ravencoin network there. Uh, however, uh, Mango Farms has it synced up. What was the other feature? Oh, it also has an LCD screen to allow you to view your NFTs from the from the display from the cold storage. These are my oh, assumptions. Wow. Obviously, we have not seen any real prototypes. We just saw a, a, an image of it, but there's obviously a screen on the little on the box itself. It's an LCD screen, like uh, uh, what is it called uh, a, a what is it a TF, TF like a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, like a Raspberry Pi screen. That's what it looks like—a Raspberry Pi, but it's a it's a cold okay. storage wallet, exclusively for Ravencoin. I hope it's just like a micro SSD. That'd be really cool. A micro SSD, and then some. You mean what do you mean? And then like? just the interface is the box. Hmm. Well. I'm pretty sure it's going to have some more bells and whistles built into that than just that's an be. Only because of what... Yeah, Doug, but it also comes with like a pimped out box. Yeah, only because of what Doug said. It does sound like it's going to cost a nice, shiny raven coin. What did he say? Well, he said... What, what did he... What, were you guys there um, uh, when Doug had a speech? He said that uh, uh, due to... Due to what was it the lack of supply? I think it was. You know how you know how all these all these crates are stuck out in sea. I'm assuming that yeah. he's saying that because of this issue, uh, the actual hardware is actually going to be more expensive than what he initially thought. And he told everybody that's a good thing. At least he's being transparent about it and telling us he's not giving us numbers yet. But he's he says as they get closer, they're going to start revealing more information on it. Nice. Yeah. A raven an, an official raven coin exclusive cold storage wallet. That is crazy, man. 
Yeah, it'll have all Mango wallets at, uh, functionality. Every every bit. Doug confirmed that. So you can mint from it too. That's awesome. Yeah, That's a million awesome. dollar question is how much it's going to cost. What's your guys' guess? Yeah. What's your guys' guess? Oh, man. I already said $500. 500 you think so that's what i'm saying bro that's a lot okay. what do you think jake well jake's not uh he's just listening right now uh what's your guess i would hope somewhere in like the 250 range at most I would, like 100 to 250 i, I think uh, the original price point was that but because he went on stage on friday and said hey the price is actually going to be a little more than expected my expectation now, because originally I was thinking two fifty, now double that five hundred. How much are treasures? Treasures, you can get them for about like what hundred hundred bucks. Yeah, they're like a hundo. Yeah, I could probably see the mango farms thing going for four hundred then. I hope not more. I hope not more too, because honestly, I don't hold enough Raven Quinn for it to, for me to spend more <laughs> than that on a wallet. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being honest. Well, you guys. Not we, yet, man. We are officially at the one hour marker. We're going to go to end this particular part of the podcast and get started on our next one because we have a lot of recording to do throughout the night. So I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. And uh, we're definitely going to set this up again, right, Mike? Mike's going to be hosting that event. Yeah. So what did you think about having it here on Twitter? Yeah, man. It's a little wonky, but yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, guys. With that said, we are out of here. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I'm sure one of you guys are going to start up another uh, another voice, another another space. And uh, when we're done, I will hang out with you guys later. So I'll see you guys in the next one. Never forget, it's about the community. Never forget, by John's book.